0: The Mitchell's Front Page Podcast is brought to you by Geelong Bank. Listen live on 94.7 The Pulse, Mondays and Tuesdays from 9 till 11.
1: I believe the Deputy Mayor is on the line now. Trent Sullivan, good morning. Good morning, Mitchell. Thank you very much for having me. Well, it seems like every time we talk to you, we're in a different policy state. I think four weeks ago, we were free again. And then two weeks ago, we were, or maybe four weeks ago, we were in lockdown. I can't even remember. But every time we talk, it's something different. And now here we are back in lockdown and possibly a bit longer this time.
0: I was thinking the very same thing this morning, Mitchell. I'm going to have to go over the same topics again, but they're always slightly different. Now, obviously, it's incredibly disappointing that regional Victoria is back into lockdown so soon after we were released last time. We are hoping, though, that with another dedicated effort from the community, restrictions will be lifted on September the 2nd. But it's still been an incredibly rough time for businesses and workers alike who have all been impacted. You now, businesses haven't had the chance to recover from the past rolling lockdowns. So this is a fantastic opportunity to keep supporting your local cafe or a restaurant by buying takeaway food, which we can still do. And unfortunately, we can't shop locally too much in person really, but most people are online these days, so please support your local proprietors. As well, cycles of lockdowns we've been having has a massive impact on mental health. So please do make sure that you reach out for help uh, and connect with loved ones and your vulnerable neighbors who we may know who could be struggling. We also urge from City of Rajong everybody to review their eligibility for a vaccination. Speak to your GP if necessary and book in for a shot as soon as you can. We've seen great uptake across our region, uh, with the Jong area being one of the most highly vaccinated rates in all of Victoria. And we like to keep that good work going. Because, I said, the best hope to avoid future lockdowns is for a significant increase in people getting vaccinated. That's what we've seen come out of the National Cabinet. That's the rules we're operating under. Uh, from the city of Geelong, though, our COVID-19 financial hardship policy remains in place for those who need it. And anybody wishing to discuss their options under this policy are invited to call 5272 5272 or email hardship at geelongcity.vic.gov.au.
1: Now in terms of uh, some of the works being done during this time, apparently there's some works being done in West Fine Street to remove bluestone curbing and some people apparently are saying we don't like that because we like the bluestone curbing. Is that right and uh, if it is, why is the bluestone curbing being removed?
0: Now, there certainly are works going on in West Fine Street, which is managed by the city. The team will be renewing the curbing and channeling to make sure that the stormwater drains work effectively and efficiently in this area. Now, it's not heritage listed in this area here for the drainage, so there's no requirement for full bluestone drainage. But the city will be constructing bluestone edging to give the drains a heritage look and using coloured concrete as the drain base. So the concrete is very effective at reducing stormwater runoff to properties as the base level, but there will still be bluestone edging on it to remain that that classic Geelong feel that we all very much enjoy. Now, these works will help reduce the risk of flooding and all residents have been notified.
1: I see. So if people look and they seem like uh, they're removing the curbing, they'll be putting it back in a slightly different way, but it's not being eliminated totally.
0: Absolutely. And uh, like someone myself who grew up in a uh, street with blue stone curbing, they'll do just as much damage to the rims on your car tires. <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> fixing the waterfront promenade, there's been a bit of talk about this in a few articles in the paper yeah. about this. Um, what are the plans there? Because I've been around there, and it does seem like there are a few areas that do need a bit of love.
0: Mm, absolutely. No, we, we were battered by some incredible weather over the last month, which unfortunately did do some damage to our, our famous promenade. This is actually quite timely, though, as the City Gradong is in the middle of a massive facelift for this area. There's quite a lot of money budgeted for this one entry that we're currently in to facelift, repaint, restore many aspects of what is our major destination for the waterfront. Really, you know, it's it's an iconic. You know, everyone is familiar with the promenade. Now, we're actually also going to be doing more upgrades for next year as well. But the main difference is is that we will be developing a CMP, which is a conservation management plan in line with Heritage Victoria, because we designate this area as a significant place of heritage for the city of Grand Geelong, and we want to protect that going into the future. So it was unfortunate that we had some mild weather, You know, we had a few planks and a few more things come up. They're already in the process of getting fixed, and there's greater work done to protect this asset into the future.
1: Dogs on beaches, it continues to be a hot topic. It would seem particularly down in your board on the Ballerine and around Ocean Grove Beach. What are the latest uh, rule changes and trials there?
0: Absolutely. Um... Across region Victoria, everybody loves their dogs, um, and mostly, I believe as well, down in regional towns and uh, next to the water. We all love taking our dogs for a walk outside. We love engaging in that coastal lifestyle. Now, a two-year trial is currently underway at the Ocean Grove main beach, which is in response to feedback about the need for an area of the beach to be dog-free all year round. Now, the proposed dog-free area accounts for 805 metres of beach between markers 13W... To 15W, uh, which are the beach access stairs. Now, consultation is underway on year one of the trial, which saw an on lead allowed at the Ocean Grove Main Beach during the winter months. Now, the team will be engaging with the community again uh, next year, which will be the second year of the trial, which will see that section of the beach be dog free for the entire year. So, this year just gone, where they were allowed in the winter months on the lead, but This coming year, we're trialling no dogs in that area at all. Now, Barwon Coast and the city, who are the two parties, you know, they're coming together on this, want to hear from both dog owners and those who don't own dogs on how the trial is going. So please head to yoursay.geelongaustralia.com.au if you wish to involve. Now, we've already had more than 530 responses to the survey, which shows just how passionate and engaged the communities of Ocean Grove and Barwon Heads are. Unfortunately, the team has had to postpone engagement sessions, uh, which are going to be in person this week, unfortunately, naturally due to lockdown, Mm. but they'll instead be held on on 9am and midday on Wednesday, the 8th of September and Saturday, the 11th of September, everything
1: willing. Uh, Landfill, there's been a bit of talk I see recently around what the long term plans are for landfill. Can you talk to us about that? Absolutely.
0: Waste is uh, incredibly important, how we manage it in our society, and we're becoming more and more aware of that as we go on. Um, the Drysdale landfill, uh, I say, is actually quite important to everybody in the municipality, but it's actually quite close to the heart of the people on the Ballerine. Now, the council will be asked to release the Drysdale, the Draft Drysdale landfill post-closure landscape plan for the community consultation tonight. This landfill has operated since 1983 and receives about 100,000 tonnes of waste per year. Now, this city has been planning to rehabilitate and landscape the site for some time now, and there's three potential options on the table. Now, when we're dealing with land, landfill, we always have to have a long-term plan. You know, certain cells of it can fill up, they can be transformed, you can collect methane, you can collect power from it but they don't last forever. And now, how we rehabilitate these sites is ex- extraordinarily important, not only for now, but into the future. John has many, many rehabilitated old landfill sites around them. And as we progress as a, as a society, as our science increases, we're becoming very much more aware of the importance of the geology, of the water runoff, you know, how this affects the wider area. So there's three options going out, which have community use themes, uh, provide new community parkland, keeping Open grass areas, indigenous vegetation. But a very exciting part is that we can put potential infrastructure on top of these areas, or especially in Drysdale, that include paths, seats, picnic areas, uh, bike paths. You know, um, amenities. So how we re- rehabilitate this area into a public usable space um, is a fantastic opportunity, which I'm looking forward to seeing uh, feedback from the community about.
1: The small business festival. How's that going? Particularly given these uh, constant changes to the restrictions and the rules.
0: Yes, yeah, so well, the John Small Business Festival is one of our largest festivals in Geelong. And the team have done great work over the last two years, because unfortunately, we've had to transition it to an online model. Um, it's underway right now, and will be going until September the 3rd, and there are more than 40 events to choose from. They're all very accessible. The festival offers support and guidance for business owners and entrepreneurs to grow or start a business, upskill, and network. Now, there are plenty of free and low-cost events that you can choose to attend to if you like. And they cover ranges of topics, including marketing, cash flow, uh, dealing with imposter syndrome, all the way to mental well-being, the toll it can take. I recently met up with uh, Dr. Elise uh, Kennedy from the Cherished Pets in Ocean Grove, who's running a small a session there about the benefits and pitfalls of pet-friendly workplaces. So there really is something in there for everybody And with local businesses experiencing the continuing challenges of the COVID-19 pandemic, this year's festival is probably the most important yet to gain access to information and networking and just see how everybody is adapting and surviving to the scenarios. So I encourage everybody who's in small business or thinking about small business uh, to really tune in and uh, take away the most of what you can from this opportunity.
1: Trent, thanks for being on the program. Really appreciate it. We've talked to you next on the 7th of September. Let's hope that um, the situation is looking a little bit better for us then. Absolutely. was a pleasure, Mitchell. Thank you. Thank you very much, uh, Trent Sullivan there, the Deputy Mayor of the City of Greater Geelong.
0: The Mitchell's Front Page podcast is brought to you by Geelong Bank. Listen live on 94.7 The Pulse, Mondays and Tuesdays from 9 till 11. Or search for Mitchell's Front Page on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or wherever you get your podcasts.